Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Bad Luck Chuck. We're here at the post-game show to wrap up the final game of the regular season for our Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it was a tough divisional game. You know, divisional games be going like that sometimes. But they escaped with a 28-24 victory. Um, so we're sitting at 12-5, I believe. So at 12-5, and, and now we become Texas fans tomorrow. So, but before we get into all that, I'd like to introduce Kylie. Kylie, welcome back as our post-game correspondent. What's and up? Then, and then we got Boogie at the bottom of the screen. Uh, Country's running a little late right now. He'll join in later on. But, yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty tough game. Pretty tough game, everyone. So, Kylie, I'm going to start off with you. Um, let's get your perspective. Like, what did you see out there that stood out? Uh, so I felt like we started the game really strong. Always that first 15, we always come out, we deliver. Uh, I knew, I noticed that there were a lot of uh, players taken out. Like I know Hill was out with a heel injury and you could definitely feel that on the offense. Um, I felt like Kelsey wasn't getting a lot. So offensively, I felt like we were definitely stuck in like a second or third gear rather than a first. And uh, it would have loved to have seen us kind of put the pedal to the metal, if you will. But um, defense, I also felt was a little slow, a little sluggish. It just didn't feel like there was a ton of energy in the first half. Um, not the energy we've been used to, at least over the last like eight to nine games. So uh, it was a little bit of a bummer going into half, but then coming out of that second, coming into the second half, and then obviously with that amazing fumble, like the energy turned around, the momentum turned around, and that was the defense that I had been waiting on, and that was that explosiveness. So overall, um, I can breathe a little easier now. Those three hours were definitely, I was sweating it, but I mean, we still got the two seed. So big Texan Texans fan right now. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have our big old cowboy hats on. <laughs> Boogie, what you got for us, man? I, I thought that field sucked. Oh, oh my gosh. It looked like a bunch of divots on a golf course, man. Man, that was I, – I, I was worried about them injuries, so I'm happy we didn't really get Tyreek. Hopefully, Kelsey not hurt. That wasn't nothing too big, but I didn't like we was letting Drew Locke do that either, man. I know the game wasn't that important. It didn't seem like – it seemed like they was, like you said, in second gear. Like, I don't know. Was they playing not to get hurt? It kind of felt like – yeah, it kind of felt like that, man, because um, that field was trash. And then, you know, Spags dialed it back um, this week. Like, he didn't cause many blitzes like he did against the Bengals. I'm like, okay, you calling all these blitzes against Joe Burrow, but you dialing it back against Drew Locke? Like, like what are we doing here? And, and um, you know, it was very frustrating to see him uh, scramble for those two touchdowns. I'm like, I know Drew, Drew Locke got some athleticism, but come on, man, you – can't be letting him just get off like that like he okay like Josh Allen your boy Josh Allen because you know Josh Allen he's Paul Bunyan you know what I mean when he runs the football so <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh but 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 yeah let's talk about um Tyreek getting hurt in the pregame warm-up man like did did y'all do y'all think it came from him and uh McCole just messing around or 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 like from like a drill or something because we seen Orlando Brown got hurt last week in warm-ups. So that, I'm just trying to figure out what's up with that. All these guys getting hurt during warm-ups. Absolutely. Like, I had no idea he was even hurt until I think it was, like, midway through almost to the second quarter. They said something about it. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know he was hurt. And it does make you wonder because that's the second week in a row we've had before the game even starts, two injuries. But every time after I found that out, I was like, 
let's just take him out. Like, why are we? I guess, like, many, many uh, Chiefs fans, I was kind of towing the line of, like, well, I, I want us to win, but I also don't want anybody to get hurt. So it was a hard game to watch from that sense. But with Tyreek, I was just like, can we just pull him? I don't understand. If he's hurt, he's hurt. But, like, let's not make it worse. Yeah. I want him out of there. I see no point of playing him. If he didn't have, I mean, maybe he had some incentive. You still want to let him try to get, like we talked about, but I would have got him out of there, especially if we got to play next week. Yeah, I felt, I, yeah, I wanted him out the game too myself, but uh, the Chiefs, they kind of, they kind of figured like, okay, Tyreek can manage the injury on short pass it downs or in the red zone, so we 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 noticed that throughout the course of the game after the first drive because during the first drive when he was like in and out the game I was like um, they probably trying to take it easy on him because of that field and that was before I even knew he was hurt so but you saw like um, you saw like on uh, I think it was on the fourth down they put him in there and you know him and Tyreek him and Patrick you know they like to run that um you know the little flat route to the sideline that's hard to cover so you saw that. And then, um, you know, like I said, they tried to use him in the red zone. It wasn't successful, but um, he still opened things up, like especially McCole Harm. He opened things up for McCole. Shout out to McCole. He finally got his first career 100-yard game. So, yeah. salute to that young man yeah. for getting it done today. Um, you know, I would, he, Yeah, okay. I would like to just say, sorry, I would just like to – put out a, a full-on apology to McCall Hardman because I feel like I've been giving him a really hard time and today he definitely stepped up. So hats off to McCall. How many, how many guards do we end up with this year? Um, well, I got to see if these stats going to update or not. We might have to wait a little bit for that, but I can look for that real quick. But um, when he's he sitting at like, um, when he's sitting like close to 700, yeah, R- yeah, yeah, RJ. Yeah, two straight weeks, though, RJ. We gotta yeah, RJ. I was going to say. Man. You got to, bro. Mm-hmm. You, you got to give him bad, credit, man. If we call it out, if he play good, we call it out. We want him to win. Absolutely. And he was a huge part of that offense today. A huge part. Yeah. <laughs> two straight weeks. Well, well he doesn't deserve it today. Week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he don't He don't deserve the slander. I'm sorry. He stepped nah. up big. He stepped up big because, like, they, they needed somebody to make a play, man. And – you know, and speaking of the receiving court, man, I, I, I think it's I think it's a wrap for Josh Gordon. I'm sorry, it is done with, unfortunately. Man, I tweeted. I agree. Is he the worst receiver we have on our team on the active roster now. I don't understand yeah. why he can't. Like, I don't want to be harsh, but at the same time, like every time he gets targeted, it's a drop pass, it's a misread route. Like, it's not. It's just not clicking, and it's frustrating to watch because you know what he's brought to the league. And it's just not, he's just not delivering. Yeah. It's too, a little too, too much time out of football, man. It is. What, what it Al, is. He said Albert Wilson game. Did Albert Wilson ever have a 100 yard game in a Chiefs uniform? That last game of the season when Mahomes started. Oh, yeah, that's right. Denver. Yep. Yep. I mean, I guess it's the same scenario here. But RJ, we're not saying that McCole's job <laughs> is safe moving forward after that game, but somebody had to step up, bro. Like you said. I'm cool with so, him yeah. being so, so give him credit. Receiver. I'm cool with him being a number yeah. receiver. <laughs> we went into and he was consistent. Yeah. So like um, so with that being said, um, back to Josh Gordon. Um, 
I I was very disappointed on uh the route he ran when he dropped the pass. Like you can't round that route. You got to cut back to the ball a little more. That was a horrible route. Um, I think somebody mentioned uh, that was like a Kelvin Benjamin route. And uh, it definitely looked like Kelvin Benjamin, because I remember Kelvin Benjamin. His his I was, his route rate was some of the worst I've seen Ooh. in the league. Ooh. So. Yeah, and then I felt like he should have had that catch. And at, at first I was like, oh, that's great defense, great coverage. He popped it out. But then you take a second look, and it's like he just he should have caught that. Like, that's a catch. Ugh. It was frustrating to watch. Yeah, it's terrible. What you mean, oh, my God, Chuck? What you mean, RJ? I'm just saying, give the dude some credit. Yeah, what's wrong with giving on them props when, they, do, they, when they play good? It's all right. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get Chiefs Kingdom sometimes, man. Yeah, Sammy's a no. mess, but that dude can't stay healthy, man. He couldn't stay healthy in Baltimore this year. <laughs> how many yards right. did Watkins have last year? And how many games did he miss? I think Sammy only played like eight games last year. Somewhere in that nature. That's so like, like stretch. Maybe that's right. Yeah, that the best that's the best of the best ability is availability, at least. You know what I mean? If Sammy was healthy, of course, we'll take him, but yeah, you are. Listen, RJ, it's been a minute since I've seen Albert in a, in a Chiefs uniform, okay? Damn. <laughs> but but anyway, um let let's get it. Let's um I I've said this before about Denver's defense. They usually don't let Patrick Mahomes get off like that. If, if you look at his game lock historically, like Patrick Mahomes usually just has like a one touchdown game and that's it. Um, you know, today. He's still throwing from the pocket well. He did have some scares with the interception, you know, interception, luck, and all that. But we still continue to see that he can throw from the pocket. And he's not having to, um, you know, try to um, scramble out of trouble as much when the play break down and everything. So I think that's a good sign moving forward into the playoffs. Um, our run game, it wasn't really all that strong today. It was mainly Patrick Mahomes in the run game, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Denver, they was a little more physical. When they ran the ball, and they was when they was moving the ball on offense, so because um, I know early on Trey Smith, he was kind of having he was kind of getting beat early on, but he he cleaned some things up, and then like Orlando Brown, um, he, he did all right. But I'm gonna ask you guys this: um, Did you guys notice um, that he began away with false starts too, before I, Nick Jacobs brought it up? I I did notice he game? got away with one today. I feel like I've seen him get away with them in the past, actually. And I don't say much because, you know, I'm on that side, but this isn't the first time. They owe down anyway. We'll count that one. Yep. Yep. But but um, but then Travis, you know, he did his thing. Uh, he got a touchdown and then he sealed the game. Um, but like I said, I hope his injury is not serious and uh, he'll be ready to go in the playoffs. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, let's get to the main subject at the matter. Uh, Melvin Ingram. If we had signed this man in the offseason, the Stars don't even play today. They don't even touch the field today. We see Chad Henney. We see Derek Gore starting. We see all these other cats in the game today. Because um, Melvin Ingram has really been that important. Ever since he ever since he got traded here, man, the defense is playing at a at a higher level, much better. And Melvin Ingram in that second half, he played like he was the guy that gave the halftime speech in the locker room because he came out the gate just making an impact, you know, stopping stopping cats in the backfield, getting pressure. And then, of course, later on in the game, 
the biggest momentum changer of the game, you know, stripping Melvin Gordon and Nick Bolton taking it to the crib. So you got to salute that man, Melvin Ingram. And I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you think Melvin Ingram sealed up the Derrick Thomas team defense MVP for the Chiefs this year? I mean, I think that he is the key difference in this defense. So I think that without him, this defense is not where they were the last eight weeks. I think that he was a, he's been a huge asset as far as energy, the way that he comes at the other team, and then leadership. Like you said, like, was he the guy in the locker room that was bringing it all and was like, guys, we have got this game to win. And then he came out and he put his actions with it. So, I mean, I think you could make a pretty safe argument, yeah. Well, heck, if he had some incentives, Dorian, um, it sure paid off. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Hold on. Y'all saying Melvin Ingram is the defensive player of the year on the Chiefs? Yeah, on the Chiefs. We talking about I think you can make an argument, yeah. Ooh, over Chris Jones? What? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Chris, Chris, yeah. Jones been great. <laughs> Chris Jones has been great this year, but when Melvin Ingram got traded here, dog, the defense turned the corner, bro. Like, Chris Jones moved back inside where he's supposed to be dominant because Chris Jones wasn't doing much early on the season when he was playing on the outside more. I will argue I that uh, Bolton and Chris Jones have been better than Ingram this year. I would give you a case for Bolton. I don't know about Chris yeah. Jones. Like, definitely Bolton's come out, like, proving himself to this team. Um, Jones, I completely agree with you, Chuck, like, wasn't really a playmaker until Ingram was brought into the mix. When he got moved back outside, that's when Jones started to make more of a difference. And I don't know. I think Ingram, I could see Bolton. Yeah, you could definitely make a case for Bolton, too. And now, that's not saying Chris Jones doesn't open up, open it up for the other guys to make plays, but it's, it's just different. You know what I mean? Like, when Chris Jones is playing on the inside – which is his natural, which is his natural position. That's when he's really Chris Jones. That's when he's really making an impact like that. So, you know, I mean, y'all want to give it to Chris Jones, cool, but I, I just think Melvin Ingram had more of an impact overall. And I don't care if he wasn't on the team the entire season. Melvin Ingram made a huge difference on that defense Damn. when he got here. Chris Jones, the, that's crazy. I don't know, man. Oh, man. We got what the what the comments saying. I think Chris Jones was man. I can't believe y'all saying Melvin Ingram had a better year than Chris Jones this year. Not better. He's more impactful. No. I think there's a difference. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah, we're saying. Like, uh, okay. Okay. I think that he impacted this defense. Like when he came onto the squad, it became a completely different defense because Chris was Jones was moved inside because they were able to play to their strengths more. And then he also brought that intensity and the leadership. I think that was lacking. So. Yeah, I think impactful, definitely Melvin Ingram. Nick Bolton would be a close second, in my opinion, just as a rookie coming out, proving himself, making the plays that he's made. I could totally, I would go there too. Yeah, and, and like Dorian, like, yeah, Brett Veach did drop the ball, but at the end of the day, you know, Chris Jones, you saw Chris Jones wear that uh, throwback Reggie White Philadelphia Eagles jersey. He thought he could be Reggie White on the outside. He thought he could really dominate like that. And um, come to find out that experiment wasn't really working like that. And Chris, I also agree with you, too. Like, he yeah. he definitely won some games this year. Like, the Cowboys game, he had three and a half sacks. That definitely stood out. Wasn't there an incentive for Chris Jones today? Did he get – he was supposed to get one more, I think. He needed no. one more. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. That would have got – he needed ten sacks. But that's what I'm saying. Man. The D-tackle getting nine sacks, and we like, ooh. But I see what y'all saying on impact. I, I, okay. 
RJ, you feel yourself a little bit on the topics, but you 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 <laughs> you've been kind of on a roller coaster lately, RJ. But you still good, man. You still family, so. But but yeah, man. I just feel like Melvin Ingram's impact is felt was felt a little more than Chris Jones to me. Like you, the, like some of the stuff you see is not gonna be on the box score. You gotta really pay attention to the game to know impact. You know what I mean? As far as like uh, defensive players in general. Um, but I will say this, man. I was disappointed in the defense early on because it looked like they was making a few business decisions like out there. Like Tyron, um, when Javante Williams broke out a big run, I don't know what the hell that was, man. Like he looked like he didn't want to get up in that alley and hit at all. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You, you got to get up in that alley, and just hit, the, just hit the guy, man. Like that was just yeah. a poor tackling effort on his part on that play. And Tyron definitely got to be. I'm not saying Tyron can't do his job. You know, Tyron's been here before. He he knows what to do. But I, I just hope he remembers that. He got to be Bob Sanders. He got to be Bob Sanders in this playoffs, dude. You got to really get up in them alleys and hit somebody, bro. Yeah, because you know I seen somebody. I think Richie tweeted it something about, is he worth that 15? I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. But, yeah, that's going to be important, man. I Terrible tackling all across the board that first half. Yeah, yeah, I mean, his, it does seem like his shoulder was up or something. That's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I kind of noticed that too. Like, I seen him, he he was kind of slow getting up on a few plays. I'm like, was he just trying to manage through the injury or something? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah. So, can we actually talk about that for a second? Because I feel like we have a few key injuries right now. And I know we'll know more once that report comes out. But I felt like between uh, Tyreek Hill's heel and then I think Williams was having problems there at the end of the second. And then yeah. Tyran, and then Kelsey at the end of that game. Like, I feel we're a little more injury. I have a few more injuries than I would like, at least. We'll know more here soon, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Youngie Ty, here's the thing. Um, Mike Hughes, I thought he did a decent job today for what we was dealing with. I will say that the corners were getting beat. Like, they were losing their matchups. Uh, Broncos receivers were definitely getting open, uh, especially on Ward, man. Like, this is the second week in a row that Ward was getting cooked. Uh, Jerry Judy cooked them early on. It's just that Drew Locke's a terrible quarterback. And then uh, Tim Patrick, he he was getting his on Ward, too. So, uh, Javarius kind of had it down two weeks. But the Broncos, they was definitely winning their matchups today. It seemed like the blueprint is out on the Chiefs secondary, how to beat them. Not necessarily. It, it, it just seemed like everybody knows this is how you do it. Just make sure you get the ball up there and let your receiver make the play. Like, are they going to make that adjustment in the playoffs or not? Everybody knows that's what's going to happen. It's going to be one-on-one. Yeah, I, I I wish there were adjustments made sooner. I'm still a little frustrated. You're right, Kyle. Oh, Tyron, you're right. Um, at Sorensen, I felt like he was given a few – like. I just don't want to see him in a deep safety position ever. Um, so that's a little hard. But also, like, maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't see Fenton a lot. And I don't know if that was a if that was from last week or maybe I was just missing him out there or he just wasn't in it. But I just didn't see him a lot. Yeah, um, Ben was out there. I remember um, he 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 uh, had a pass deflection uh, when he was covering Tim Patrick um, in the fourth quarter. Well, before it's different to kick a field goal. Um, and I know Tyron was coming right after, you know, trying to see if he can get a pick off the tip or whatever. But um, Finn was out there for a little bit, um, just not as much as last week. So, 
I mean, Spags made a few, made a change in that in that manner, but at the end of the day, man, like that secondary definitely got to play a little better heading to the playoffs. And like Boogie said, um, there might be a chink in the armor. And uh, I think Kyle, I think Kyle mentioned it in the comments too, like he was saying like the back shoulder throws. You know, the back shoulder throws they are the toughest pass to the defend. So I will say that, but. Hey, you gotta you gotta find a way to adjust and um, you know get better. They gotta play the ball better because no matter who we play, we're going against some real rece- real good receivers first round, regardless. Right. So is that so? Is it because our the op- the quality of the offenses we've been playing is that increased, or is there something that's changed with our defense? I I thought it was quality we was playing until this week. So now you can argue Drew Locke coming to do that i mean come on we can't have drew lock come and get 20 30 points on this man that's that's unacceptable but right. it's the last game of the season man was they really it's the broncos even we were saying before the game it's hard getting up for this man you already know you in there broncos playing for nothing yeah i'll, I'll say this uh broncos they they now on a 13 game losing streak against us um, you know, Broncos, sometimes you just get to a point where you just get tired of losing to a team and you just show up all of a sudden, you know. Um, but I will say that the Chiefs, they really didn't play their A in the end. I, th- I feel like the Chiefs' oh. performance overall was like a C plus. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty average. Yeah. yeah. And I can't understand if they just overestimated the team, if they came out thinking it was going to be easy or if it was just a combination of, that plus us not really having everybody healthy, everybody, all of our starters out there. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I want to believe it's because we just didn't have all of our A players out there, but also I'm a little concerned. Yeah, RJ, I can't believe uh, Dorian just said that. Uh, like, Dorian, man, look, Finn's had a solid year, man. Like, that one game against Cincy, that's really like the his worst game of the year, technically. I think he's been solid in all the other appearances this year. That's a crazy comment to me. But yeah, um, but yeah, I will agree with you on this, man. Like a lot of the stuff that Spags was running today was pretty vanilla in comparison to what he had, what he's been doing down the stretch when he was winning ball games, when he was on that winning streak. So I I will say that. I kind of feel that way about the offense though, too. Like I think both sides of the ball, it was a little seventy percent. Kyle, we've been saying that since week one, man. Right. Like, <laughs> right. That's beating a dead horse at this point. Like, damn. <laughs> we've been on that. He said, no, it's them looking in the backfield too much. Look, yeah, I mean, that, that's been the thing with the Chiefs. Um, they've done that quite often. Um, they get caught looking in the backfield a lot, and they end up losing track of the receiver and lose tra- losing track of the ball in general. Um, cause I know, cause I know on that one when Judy, um, adjusted to the pass that Drew Locke threw, um, that was a, that was like a great adjustment because Hughes didn't really play the ball well on that. So, I mean, that was his example right there. I feel like that so, pass rush wasn't what it was supposed to be today either though, for real. No, nah, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't at all. I don't think, did we even get a sack? So, no, wait a minute. We didn't get a sack. I don't we know. Have I, quarterback hits. It's not half off uh, Big Max this week, man. Don't go to McDonald's. Man, don't go to McDonald's anyway. 
Uh, so do we feel like the intensity is going to be like up 10 notches before next game? Because I feel like that was really lacking today. Mm. Like, um, right? It's, like, that's what we believe, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the playoffs. Yeah. It's the yeah. playoffs. Like, this, they, this team been here before. Like, they should know mm-hmm. how to uh, turn the intensity at this point. Yeah. We'll see. And it'll be at home. Yeah. Oof. Dorian, we don't Dorian, listen. We don't we ignore PFF on this show, dog. Like I don't know where you I don't know where you getting this idea. I listen to PFF when I said Finn has been playing well. I watched the game just like you, dog. Finn was solid this year. He just had one bad game against Cincinnati, dog. He had yeah. He remember he had that other uh when he did the little <laughs> uh down all oh, the, the Cowboys. Now that, that yeah. was calling some BS on him <laughs> that game. They was calling some BS on him that game. But overall, Finn has been good. He hasn't been bad all year. Recently, I don't know what's up with him and Ward. It seemed like I don't know, man. Just the last couple weeks. Youngie Ty, we've been saying this for the past few weeks too, dude. Like, Amari yeah. Watch should have been, been, you should have been got a shot. You should have been had an opportunity, uh, especially over Dan to get some playing time. But yeah, it is what it is, dog. Well, yeah, Caleb, but some of the, yeah, but I mean, part of that is on us, but part of that's on the league too. So, I mean, here we are. So now we just got to sit back and wait. That is what's nice. Like, as much as obviously I want a one seed, tomorrow will be a relaxing day of just seeing everybody else beat each other up for um, different seating, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be enjoyable. Yeah, I'm just curious to see who we play um, yeah. first game, whether we get a bye or not. I'm just curious to see who we're going to play as the first opponent. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. It's... Colts or Chargers, right? Man, ch- like Chargers not making or... it, dog. I'm telling you, they're not making it. <laughs> you think the Chargers are going to get beat by the Raiders? Yeah. Kylie, let me ask you this, since uh, you wasn't on the show yesterday. Um, no, I wasn't. Okay, so who do you think is going to be the seven teams that make the AFC playoffs? So I think we're looking at either me or us or Tennessee in the one seed and two seed. And then you're going to go Bengals, probably Bills, Patriots, Colts, I don't know, Colts, Charger, or yeah. I think the Chargers are going to win tomorrow as much as I don't want them to win tomorrow. I think that what I listened to the show yesterday and I, you made a lot of really good points. Like I don't trust the Chargers. I think they're wildly inconsistent and I don't know that the play calling is going to be there. And I don't know that Justin Herbert has it. Um, they can fall behind easily. It's in Vegas. I just think there's a lot of things going into this game that could lead to the Raiders winning. But I think at the end of the day, my gut's saying that the Chargers will pull this out. And if that's the case, like Arrowhead will be ready for them next week. So I know Boogie, you're scared. I know I see you over there. I know you're a little scared of the Chargers. Listen, lying if I was to say that I wasn't either. Um, we've seen them. That'll be our third time. Um, but it's a completely different game now. It's playoffs. We're at Arrowhead. Like if we do end up meeting the Chargers, like I think we're going to take care of business. If we end up meeting the Colts, I think we're going to take care of business. I just. I think it's just a different game now. I think it's a different team now, and it's at home. My thing with the Chargers is this. Like, both matchups, we didn't have everybody on our defense. 
Right. So I think in this in this third matchup, if the Chargers do make it, we'll have everybody this time. And I think the defense is gonna play better than what they have been playing in those first two matchups. So I'm not concerned about the Chargers, man. Like Justin Herbert, this is brand new to him. If he does make it, it'll be his first playoff appearance and you have to go to Arrowhead. I'm I'm not worried about the Chargers. I'm just not. You know, Staley really like Staley's first time really coaching in playoffs, like that's that's a lot of pressure for a head coach. So I don't know. I'm not really worried about the Chargers. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Dorian, they still got a chance, bro. I promise, Dorian. Tell you. Hey, talk about it, Dorian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. So wait, so Boogie, would you rather play the Colts? Oh yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. I don't, I don't believe Carson Wentz could come here and win an Arrowhead. I feel I'm the more same way. In that, than Herbert. Yeah, but the best part is that we can just sit back and watch tomorrow and let the cards fall where they may, yep. and they're gonna all they're all gonna be fighting for something tomorrow, and that's very rare. I mean, this is one of those seasons where things are still in the air. People aren't resting their starters. So even the Texans or the Titans are gonna go in tomorrow, and they have something to fight for. Yep. And that's going to be really nice sitting on the couch we watching that happen. We over everything tomorrow. Yeah, oh, mm. for sure. Yeah, Kyle, I think, I think we can come up to that conclusion that um, we were definitely up there as far as, like, a wide receiver coming in and learning the playbook under Andy Reid. So. But I know the worst office play of the league is um, under Gray Roman in Baltimore. I mean – Everybody put the blame on Lamar Jackson, but y'all don't want to oh give Greg Roman that same energy, calling the same goofy plays every year. But that's a different topic for a different day. Oh, my God. But, John, it's this, right. This, that's true. John, it's a, it's a, it's not the same Colts, man. This, this ain't Peyton Manning. This ain't Andrew Luck would coming back from down big and all that. Nah. It's true. The main difference in that is that they had a QB, and to your point, Boogie, the, like Wentz just, I don't think he's got it. No, I don't. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Taylor, I mean, Taylor, been, he, of course, he's playing like an MVP, but I, I trust Nick Bolton can stop that. Yeah, I'm confident in Nick Bolton because, like, he made these, made Derrick Henry work. Um, you know, Hell Zeke. Hell Zeke and Pollard in check when they came here. Um, Cowboys. Like, um, and then I think I think against Green Bay, they did an RA job too. So yeah, I'm I'm not really concerned about that at all. So I mean if Jonathan Taylor does get hundred yards or whatever, it's not gonna be an easy hundred. You got to touch the ball a lot. Get that. So yep. Who else, though, like, would you not want to face? Like, I would like to see the Bengals again. Um, I know that's not possible for the first weekend, not likely anyway, but I think I just have such a bad taste in my mouth after last week, and I think that the team does. Like, I think we see the Bengals again over, over. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of revenge, <laughs> I think, on our plate from this season, which I think is a lot of fuel. Yeah, this could be the revenge tour. Um, I know Country mentioned it last night. He wants the Bengals more than anybody. Um, it seemed like a lot of Chiefs Kingdom 
feels that feels the same way as far as like trying to get revenge on the Bengals. I mean, I'm kind of feeling that too, um, just because the way we kind of got robbed in that game. So, so yeah, um, I wouldn't mind seeing them again and um, slapping them around as long as they don't bring back that same ref. I'll say that. Yeah. So, so do we play Monday night? We don't know yet, right? We're still. Waiting. Yeah, we're still, still waiting. Yeah, we yeah, but the two save play Monday. Yeah, more than likely because um, um, Nate Taylor talked about it. Um, I think Fox will most likely want the Cowboys, and I mm-hmm. think that's probably what's going to happen. So um, just to uh, just to start off this this new wild card on Monday experiment, they would definitely want the they definitely want the team and the quarterback with the most views and like the Chiefs. They're one of the teams that's like the most viewed in the league this year. So they probably would want the Chiefs to kick that off if we do get the two seed. But yeah, Tyler, we talked about Melvin earlier in the show, man. Um probably the probably arguably the biggest trade in the NFL this season. Or the biggest acquisition. Oh, and yeah. hey, what we get him for again? A sixth round? Just a sixth round pick, dog. Literally take a candy from a baby, man. Steal. Yeah. Hey, he was a hostage over there, they said, right? They didn't want to kick. Man, that's crazy. The hostage. <laughs> man, listen, Dorian, like the NFL is greedy, man. It's all about the bread, man. It's all about the bread. That's why we got the 18. That's why we got an 18-week schedule now. Yeah. I agree, though. I mean, it's nice coming off of tonight having a long week to go into Monday if we do play Monday, but then they go into a short week in the second round. That'll be rough. I I completely agree with that. Caleb, we got to work during the week. Tailgating suck when we play on Mondays, man. Yeah, Boogie was not happy about that. <laughs> when uh, Nate was breaking that down, he was not happy. He was not happy, Camper. He was like, come on, man. So, hey, Boogie, you got you got to root hard for the Texans tomorrow then, man. So Mills, baby, let's get General Mills. They said in the comments last episode. <laughs> Fat giraffe neck in the building. <laughs> what? Uh, so, uh, what's the Texans' record right now? What's their draft pick situation? Oh, uh, so, sure. Like, I could pull that up real quick. Is it six wins they got? Six and twelve. I don't think they got six wins. It may be five, but I'm, I'm about to pull it up real quick. See what they got for us. Ah, uh, so my computer on a BS right now. Let me find out, country. Yep. <laughs> Reggie said, "Net go." <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't know okay. if it would mess with them much if they win tomorrow. Um, I don't think they'll – I don't know what they're going to go for next year. Not a lot of QBs to really look at. Plus, Davis Mills is kind of doing his thing. But uh, if it's going to affect them much by winning tomorrow, they're going to give it their all. I hope they give it their all. They're going to give it their all because David Cully come from Andy Reid's coaching tree. He's going to try to do their favor for him. Yeah, I think so. And, like, I mentioned it on the last show, the Texans, they got a few veterans on that team, you know, so – um, they they can definitely uh pull they can definitely pull something out their hat and like real talk Houston been giving Tennessee some problems in the past few years. Mm-hmm. 
And I think as far as this quarterback class in the draft, um, I think I would hold off on that. I think Davis Mills did do enough to prove himself. Like, seemed like after that first start or the first two starts, he didn't he done kind of settle down and the game had kind of slowed down for him a bit to where he is serviceable, to where he he has proven that he can make plays. So I got the record up now. Uh, Houston is 4-12 currently. 4-12. So, so yeah. that puts them like, where are they at? Six or seven in the draft, probably. Yeah, somewhere in that nature. Probably it won't just really. Outside of top five. Yeah, it won't really mess with them much. But to your point, there's probably a few people looking for jobs next year. They're going to give it their all, and that's what I want to see. <laughs> that game's at twelve, right? Yep, new kickoff. Ooh, no way, yeah, get that oh, over with. What a day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> What's the three o'clock playoff implication game? Cause we know the Raiders and Chargers at uh, seven o'clock. Before I get into that, let's answer this question real quick. Tyler said, "Do you think the defense was sandbagging and saving energy heading to the postseason?" Um, I mean, the stuff that we saw today, it felt like you know they was dialing some stuff back, but also that field was terrible. That field was pretty terrible, so it was it was kind of rough. It was kind of rough to like cut on that cut on that field today. I think it was both on that, sure. Yeah. So you said, so you want me to check the afternoon games? Yeah, let me. Yeah, that's true, Caleb. Yeah, what's the three o'clock playoff implication game? Is it the Colts and uh, Jags? I think they play at 12 too, right? Yeah, that's a noon game. Um. All right, I got it right here. I did have it. What the heck? All right, there we go. My fault. All right, the noon, the noon playoff implication games. Um, the Cardinals, they fighting for seeding. They play the Seahawks. Um, the Bills, I they still got to win. The Bills, uh, the Jets, Patriots, and Dolphins. You know they still battling for the AFC East. And then uh, the Niners and Rams got seeding implications. And then I think the Buccaneers, they got ceiling seeding implications too, I believe. So. 49ers are in? Uh, nah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the Saints, they got to get in too. So it looks like every single game in the afternoon got some playoff implications as far as seeding. So are the Bengals locked into a three seed? Because I know Burrow's not playing and they're playing the Browns. And so are they locked in on a three seed? Uh, I believe so. I'll have to I double check that. So it's really just like four through seven. We're looking that's shuffling, possibly, I and then one Bengals and two. In, Bengals in the <laughs> AFC East is one game apart for the seeding wise. But then they benching uh they starters Burrow not even playing. Yeah, right. like as soon as, as soon as the news about uh Joe Mix came out with COVID and stuff, it was like all right, we're not gonna take any risk here. We're gonna just gonna go ahead and rest, guys. So. Mm -hmm. I said the Bengals could be third or fourth. Okay. I guess I don't understand how they could be fourth or who could hop in to be third. Is I guess what I'm trying to figure out. I need to look they, at. I gotta. They gotta win the division. They automatically win the division, so they gotta be one of the top four seeds, right? Yeah. 
So I get, yeah, so, okay. I don't know, tomorrow's gonna be fun for me anyway. <laughs> you know, sit back, relax, watch all these other teams play. Not locked in. As far as like, what, as far as like a seeding? Because the Bengals, they in the playoffs, bro. They won, they, they won the AFC North, so. What's up, Will Clinton? <laughs> so you you good, bro? You good, bro? Just rewatch the show, man, or just join us for the last few bit of it. So, so how can the so the Bengals are third now, but they could go to four? I guess that's what I just don't understand is who could hop them. Yeah, so. I think it's like conference record. Forty forty minutes later. What? <laughs> forty uh? minutes later, he's going up. Hey man, it took that long, brother. There yeah. is. Man, that's terrible. Shout out well, to better late than never. Pizza. Oh, you went there? Yeah. Yeah, that pizza's pretty <clears> tired. <throat> I haven't been there in a while. So what's up, bro? What's happening, country? So country, man. Um, you know, we pretty much broke down the game for the most part, but man, I mean, just give us your thoughts real quick. On what you saw out there, you know, positive and negative. Uh, y'all already covered it, man. You know, they didn't show with no fire, no fight. And then they woke up middle of the third quarter or whatever. And uh, it is what it is. Melvin Ingram with the player of the game for me. <laughs> I see RJ in here. <laughs> I ain't gonna even <laughs> Chris, nah, we 40 minutes in, bro. Stuff. We 40 minutes in, though. We ain't starting that. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> but yeah, it was, man, it, was a, it was a frustrating game. I mean, I'm just glad we came out on the right side. It's 13 straight, you know what I'm saying? So I seen Rex Ryan after the game say, well, if they play Josh Allen that way, like, we're not going to play oh, Josh Allen now. We play right. Drew Locke, bro. <laughs> like, Randy Moss, oh, like, y'all know too much football to be having these dumb opinions. It sounds like some script read type stuff. Man, it's silly, man. <laughs> so, that's, that's uh, silly. we rooting for the Texans, right? Duh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rex Big Burkhead, cooks. Brandon Cooks, all them, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kyle, you was mentioned about, like, the scene. You don't see – you you was trying to understand how yeah. uh, the bagels can drop from the third or fourth seed. Um, I think it is by, like, probably conference record, I'm going to say. That's one of the tiebreaker scenarios in that manner. You know, between the AFC East champion and them, so that's did the only way. I that, um, did y'all discuss that Burrow's not playing? Yeah, yeah, we just did okay. right before you hopped on. They probably lose. Who are they playing? The Browns. Browns. I mean, it wouldn't surprise uh, me either. That, and it, it, we don't know who who knows who's gonna play in that game. Well, that's what I was like. So if they're not playing, if like Burrow's not playing and then they lose, who wins to get them into the fourth seed? The fourth spot. Because somebody Buffalo, said that. Right? Is that Buffalo, right? right? And Buffalo. Did it be the division winner? Who, who? No, no. They already won the division. So they locked at the four, right? 
They can go up well, to the they're three, the three right now. Yeah, they're already at the three right now. That's why I didn't. We were oh, okay. out it's between needs. them and the AFC East team. So whoever win that AFC East and Bengals conference record. Oh, okay. So that's okay. So Bills win, they get the third seed. Bengals get the fourth seed. Who's the yeah. fifth seed? Be the Patriots. Patriots, yeah, and uh, Chargers, yeah. and then who else? Colts, Raiders. We, we oh, mentioned Colts, we mentioned yeah. Raiders. We mentioned Ravens, the miracle scenario, which I think that's going to happen. Oh I still think it's going to happen. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. You don't let that go, bro. Let that go, bro. I'm, I'm not. not I'm happen. not. I'm not. Like I said, like I said, emergency pod if it happens. Emergency pod if I get those two teams right. Hey, if if we get that special guest I'm working on, then we gonna do emergency pod regardless. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But nah, the Ravens ain't gonna do it, bro. It's it's over. The dream is dead. Your dream (laughs) died when Lamar twisted his ankle. It's been over ever since. Let it go. Wake up. Hey We're going to see, bro. Wake up, Neo. Like, like, we going like to see, dude, man. Like they said earlier, man, y'all was on that podcast earlier this year, man, capping about them Ravens, man. Talking about Super Bowl and all. They was talking real crazy. Yeah, Super Bowl was wild, but. They actually did win their Super Bowl, though. They won their Super Bowl back in week two. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Injury stacking up. Injury stacking they up. Stacked up injuries. on that team. They did have injuries, though, but no. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, y'all was key keying on here at the right. Man, that Dorian, that's all a right, fact. Man. Dorian, tell all me, right, man. Dorian. All right, he ain't lying, no, he ain't lying. Hey, Dorian, I'm Dorian. I'm gonna come back to your mentions today. Somehow, make the playoffs, though. Hey, bro, she was so nice, bro. It was hard to get mad at her, but yeah, I didn't want to hear none of that. Shit. She knows football, right? She, yep. yeah, yeah, yep, Gina. She's still a nice yeah, lady, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, like I said, Dory, I'm gonna come back to that comment. If the Ravens somehow get in the playoffs, I'm gonna come right back to that comment. Hey, you put, got. Put I have to, I'm sorry. I gotta know what needs to happen for the Ravens to get in the playoffs. I was totally accountable. Everything. Right. Everything. Uh, uh, not everything. Mm-mm. Okay, first off, Mm-mm. we need the Texans to win. We need the Jacksonville Jaguars to win. The Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014, so it is possible. And then they I need, need to you to stop saying win. we because you're on the, you're on our you team. Hear that? They you need, hear that? yeah, I heard you it. That? They need, they need. <laughs> we we he speaking. What happened? All of a sudden, when this happened? Did we become a Raven oh, podcast? No. <laughs> Hold on. Let's backtrack. No, no, no. They need. No. Y'all know, yeah, they, my bad name, my fault, Sue. I mean, we, I'm kind of stuck on us, too, at the same time talking about this Ravens team. But anyway, they need they need the Texans to win, too. They need Jacksonville to win, and they need the Raiders to win. And all that is very possible. All that is possible. Shit. I mean, I was thinking it was more than that. That's not that many things that need to happen for them to get into the playoffs. And of course they gotta be Pittsburgh. So yeah. 
No, RJ, RJ, get get out of here, RJ. Get that out of here, dude. That must have been before my time. I never heard him say anything like that. I would have, I would have checked him real quick. Nah, you missed that episode. What episode? What episode? Lamar Jackson. When you went crazy when you first came back, and you went crazy about Lamar Jackson being better. He is better than Josh Allen. On, no, man. at running, at yes, running, at running. What yes, <laughs> they had Thank throwing you. the ball too? No, no. Don't, 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 Listen, don't, 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 not, don't, no, nope, no, nope, no. We're not about to do this. Collie, let me hear your Listen, because no, Josh Allen Collie. was not completing sixty percent of his passes before Stephon Diggs got there. Lamar came out the gate completing sixty percent of his passes with the trash he had at wide receiver. I can throw a three yard. He got a mention. He got a mention at number one. number one. Come on, he, man. He knows I'm right. He's not gonna let me say anything. It's okay. No, go ahead. Come on. I, go ahead. All I have to say is my opinion is that Lamar is great at running the ball, but cut two sprained ankle, can't play the rest of the season. Also, not able to pass as well as Josh Allen. And I'm not a Josh Allen fan, but don't weren't they're not the same. That's wild. I'm sorry. In time what do you mean? Ball, Thank you. That's that's wild. Not even top five. That's wild to me, man. In terms of throwing the ball, he's not top five, bro. It just is what Dude, it is. Or he's just outside of top five, but he's better than Josh. No! He's not, not in throwing. We're no. not, yes, you're right. Yes. We shouldn't get into this. No. He's, a more accurate thrower. he's a more accurate thrower than Josh Allen. Yes, he is. But he's not a better thrower than Josh Allen, bro. I don't care. Josh, Josh Allen got Allen a better a... supporting cast. Your boy getting Come on. Top of numbers, bro. What do you? What are y'all talking about? He's been better outside the numbers this year. What are you talking about? Oh, he ain't. Yes, he is, bro. Hey. Yeah, see. How many picks Lamar Jackson got right now? <laughs> okay. Oh, that, was, that was off of one game, bro. That was no, off of look, one game, fam. He got Come 13 on. picks right now, and he missed how many the games? Same, the same as Patrick Mahomes, right? Now, how many? So, I want to understand. Guys? You're saying right now. In today's 32 teams, that Lamar Jackson is a top five throw like passing quarterback. Oh, he's up there. He's just on the outside of the top five. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, just oh, outside no, no. the top five. <laughs> okay. If you want to talk, if you want to talk about passers, it's Mahomes, it's Rodgers, it's Brady, and then this year it's probably Herbert and Joe Burrow. That's probably the top five. As far as passing. that's fine. Now keep going. But I could name three more before I even think about putting Lamar in. If you want to say Dak Prescott, cool. If you want to say Kyler Murray, cool. So Lamar's probably top ten somewhere. Did you say Kyler Murray yet? <laughs> I I just said Kyler Murray. Did you say you Russell say Wilson? Josh yes. Allen. Josh Allen. Russell, for more Russell Wilson's had a down year this year, but and he's I still better Russell. than Lamar. Throwing the As ball. Pa- we just talking about throwing the ball. Oh, okay, okay, fine. But he still had a down year. Cool. What they got to do with throwing the ball, Chuck? Uh, okay. I, I said, okay. You want to put Russell there? Okay. But Lamar's still top 10. So Lamar's like ninth. He's ninth now. Listen, I don't want to give you a hard time about this. It feels like you've already been through the ringer on this. But <laughs> let's just all agree to disagree. <laughs> and then we'll we'll move on. <laughs> Oh yeah, we, it's definitely gonna be agreed to disagree on this subject. I ain't, yeah. I ain't going away. But Josh Allen says. not a top ten throwing quarterback in the league. If you want to put Josh Allen at ten, fine. But he, he ain't better than Lamar Jackson, bro. He's, he's just not. <laughs> Can I put not, Lamar at fifteen? Boogie your face. 
I guarantee you put if you put if you put listen if you put Lamar Jackson in Buffalo, they would have been one the AFC East by now. No, they, they wouldn't. Be, yes, they would have, bro. I thought we were moving on. This is getting more painful. We can't please, do it. Please, please. Did, did, La, did Lamar not take his team to a number one seed with the trash he had at wide receiving court? He got to the AFC Championship. I'm just saying, does Lamar not have a better record than Josh Allen? And it's within his first few years as a quarterback. So, we got Justin Herbert. <laughs> answer the question. Just answer the question. What's the question? No, I don't even does, know. Does Lamar Jackson not have a better record than Josh Allen as a starting quarterback in the league? We talking about year. throwing the ball. Why are you talking about records and all that stuff? We talking about could, throwing the ball. Because Lamar Ooh, plays because yeah. Lamar plays winning football. He plays more winning football than Josh Allen, bro. Who he just does. Who's what been doing the throwing the ball? We talking about throwing the ball. No, look. That's part of it, man. That ain't no part of it. What are you talking right. about? Who got oh, my God. All right, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move no. on. Uh -uh. Uh, no, 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 I'm ready to move on. Throwing nope. the ball. No, you no, talking no, about no, winning no, percentage no, 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 and, no, no, and accuracy? No, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on, bro. I'm done. Jeff, listen, I, I don't think I still – I'm not going to hold that against you. That's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, Lamar is your weakness, bro. He's your kryptonite. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Y'all be, 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 be attention, bro. Y'all pay, pay attention, bro. Y'all pay attention, bro. Y'all pay attention, bro. I'm totally distracted now. Lamar be like, yeah, you tripping. <laughs> Nah, he really wouldn't, but anyway. he can, he said what? Oh I mean, Shoot, I'm MVP, good old man. I mean the youngest <laughs> the youngest MVP in NFL history, but all right, man. Y'all y'all got it, bro. Because what he's I can't. All right. I'm not gonna Y'all got it, man. Get sucked back in. No. Y'all got, got it. You see how he do it? You yeah, see, I was right back in. MVP because of running the ball. Come on. It wasn't because of running the ball. He threw the ball well too. He did. He did. But he won. All right then. He was running it. All right too, then. Though, right? So let's move on. So let's move on from the subject. Move on, angry guy. Okay. Your go middle Chiefs. name is Lamar, ain't it? <laughs> let's go, Chiefs. Let's go, <laughs> We gotta move on. We're yeah, man, we are united in front. We can't let this Lamar guy get in the way. Listen, we we've been on this thing for about fifty-five minutes now. I think I think we should wrap it up, dog. I think to conclude the show tonight, we should all wake up, you know, get enough rest, wake up, prepare to wear something representing the Houston Texans or whatnot, you know, root on the Texans to get this dub. And then once they get the dub, you know, take all that stuff off. And then, you know, we talk, we put our cheese gear back on, talk our trash about how we got the number one seed still. You know what I mean? Yes. So first of all, let's do that. None of y'all should sure. none of y'all own any Texans gear. <laughs> Where I'm not getting from. No, I'm I was saying, gonna borrow it from Chuck. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, just wear red and blue something. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying gotta be official Texas gear. No, you're right. Chuck, we got a David Carr jersey somewhere in his house. I'm convinced. The hell, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, Chuck, I agree with you. We're all gonna wake Texas up. Gear. Put on your Texas gear, and you root on for the Texans. <laughs> 
I'm just going to watch the game and root for him. I ain't got no gear to put on. <laughs> I, hey, I wish I wish I had Deshaun Watson jersey. Free Deshaun Watson. Free Watson, oh man. God. Free Deshaun Free Watson. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Dress for men. <laughs> Kyle, come on. Oh, I'm dying, you guys. Go! <laughs> I've nah, had too, to I've had too many nah. for this. <laughs> okay, first of all, look, the Texans are not going to win. Stop, not with that energy. Not with that energy. Gotta stay I, do think, country. I, I do think, I don't know why, I do think the Raiders are going to win. I, I, I don't know why. I have no proof. I have no evidence of why. But I think the Raiders are gonna win. It could because the other chuck been talking all week about the Chargers, and I think I I don't know, man. So he knows it. If you he knows it, <laughs> if you could have, if you had like a token and you could have one thing happen, and it was either the Texans beat the Titans Texans or Texans. Okay, Texans. Texans Easy. all day. That's that's Texans all day. No questions asked. <laughs> if I had all seven Dragon Balls, yeah, I would wish for the Texans to win tomorrow. <laughs> it could happen. We got to stay positive. Who's the referee? Oh, I could definitely pull that up real quick. Yeah. I'm going to wear all my red and blue tomorrow for you, Chuck. <laughs> that's that's okay. what I'm talking about. I'm going to find all my about. American gear, anything, Patriot. Oh, <laughs> Whatever oh, I got. That's all as close as it's going to get. <laughs> Okay, and I'm gonna put it on <laughs> just for you, and I'm gonna enjoy my Sunday. Oh, did y'all give out your game balls yet? Um, nah, but um, it's probably Melvin Ingram, dog. I mean, that's the biggest play of the game. In the second half, yeah. Melvin Ingram was he was on he was a terror, dog. So Sorry. McCall on offense and Melvin on Melvin on defense. Yeah, we can do that. McCall definitely, yeah. Bolton running it all the way back too. I mean, that's a we can get Bolton. He was winded. He said Land Clark. <laughs> that was the longest play of the season, all right. Who in the devil is Land? Yeah, Land Clark. And he yeah. kept running. What kind I of? He looked. What? You talking about the, the referee. referee's name is Land Clark? Uh. What the hell is Land? That's his name? Is that sharp for something? That's a terrible name. <laughs> hey, that's my boy Land. Land? <laughs> Where's he? This dude. It's sounds like uh, Captain Planet. Earth! Fire! <laughs> <laughs> what? This, dude, this dude country, man. <laughs> I'm hungry, bro. I ain't ate yet, so I'm silly. But Landon Clark, the terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> this new country is funny, man. Bro! <laughs> but, yeah, hey, but, I, I, I will but say this about... Was land, bro. We couldn't even be friends. Land. <laughs> Yeah, that's my homeboy Land. <laughs> Land. But, but, real, but real quick, but real quick, real quick. Um, I'm looking at Land Clark's stuff right now. Um, he's been pretty favorable to the home team this Who season. Who the home team? The Texans. 
Okay, good, 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 good. So, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, things look promising. Things look a little promising tomorrow, a little bit. Okay, so if it's Tennessee versus the refs and the Texans, I'll give you a 2017 victory for the Texans. Yeah, that's how I said. Game winning field goal. Down to the wire. The NFL owe us one. We gave y'all Cincinnati. Come on, bro. Y'all owe us one. It's true. But yeah. man, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. I think it's Mom, here's my boyfriend, Land. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of a beer. I finished my beer. We've been on oh, here for an hour. Oh, Kylie, what you drinking now? Proud sponsor. It's actually not a sponsor, but um, I'm drinking White Claw. White Claw. Yeah, White Claw. What? What is it? Um... Thunderbird. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie drinking on that uh, wild Irish rose for the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I see. So these, I'm not going to talk about how much they were, but they were on sale somewhere. It's a wine cooler? No, it's a seltzer. Here, should I show the label more? Maybe we'll get like a sponsor. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, they might sue us. We ain't got no money yet. Oh my god! Why didn't you tell me that the first time I held it up? I've been holding it yeah, up. Yeah, right. Y'all, y'all talking Dude, about I'm hot, boogie high. That's why you cut I'm chilling, man. We can cut this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, product placement, product placement, I, accident. I thought at least <laughs> Captain Planet would make Boogie laugh, bro. Come on now, Boogie didn't watch those type of shows growing up. Nah, but uh, but yeah, that's gonna conclude our episode <laughs> of Kingdom Cast tonight. That's gonna conclude our post game show. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment on all your social media platforms. Let's go, Texans. Sorry I was late. It's all good. You got your little laughs off, your little jokes off or whatever. So it's all good. Playoffs. Success. Playoffs. Playoffs. We talking about playoffs? <laughs> hey. So the next. Y'all think we talking crazy now. If we pull in this guest we trying to get. Oh, buddy. That's all I'm gonna say. But yep. To to RJ. <laughs> Sucker. Right. But yeah, to the next episode, y'all. We out of here. The Kingdom Cast.